Kevin, it's the Motorcycle Men. Swing a leg over, people. It's Motorcycle Men. All right, hi. This is the Motorcycle Men broadcasting live from the V-Twin Cafe here in sunny, balmy downtown Cranford, where it's always <laughs> 72 and sunny every day of the year. And pollen-ridden. And pollen-ridden. <laughs> Hello, Brother Tim. How Hello. This is the Chicken Hawk. And I am Ted, your host. He don't want to be buzzed, but we're calling him buzzed for now. All right, that's it. And... Uh, Brother Chris, the Joker, will be here shortly. We're going to start calling him. We're going to start calling him Rusty. I think Rusty. Oh, that's right, Rusty. Remember, he had the rust on his face from the ride. Yeah, from the ride. How are you doing, brother? I'm fine. How are you? Great. How was your week? It was a good week. It was nice and warm this weekend. It was beautiful. Well, it, was a little, it was a little bit warm. It was, it was just, just, a, just a tad. Just kind of yeah. The last few days were really nice. I got the ride to work, which yeah. is nice. We did get the ride to work. So at the, I get the, at the end of the day, I get to look forward to getting on my bike and cruising over to 7-Eleven and having my ice. And that's it. Just sit there and relax. That's your thing. And then come home. That's your thing. Yes. It's, it's uh, downtime. That's your downtime. Does that post-ride downtime? I, well, you got to have that. See, you get on your bike and go straight home. Well, I have no choice. I mean, I mean, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ride down the, the, the highway there, down the Parkway, and you know, <laughs> the gauntlet, the gauntlet, the, uh, the, the the Mad Max Highway, which I want to talk about that because I've been asked, well, what I mean by the Mad Max Highway. So I, I want to eventually, I'll, I'll get to that. We'll explain that in a little bit. Um, but uh, I, do we wait for Chris to talk about the ride over the weekend? It might be a good idea. Okay, well, we'll wait for Chris to come up here. He's on, his way, he's on his way over. He'll he's on his way over now, so he'll be here shortly. He, I, I, of course, Chris works. Uh, he's one of his IT guys, so he's uh, doing IT stuff, whatever IT stuff guys do. That's what they do. That's, that's what they do. Um, what do you uh, do? What do you do? I, I, I do engineering drawings on a computer. That's like called okay. a CAD guy or a CAD monkey. <laughs> I've been doing it for uh, I've been doing that for almost thirty years now. Wow! Yeah. And you're I, not ready to retire yet. I was ready to retire like uh, twenty nine years ago. <laughs> so, uh, no, but um, let's, no, when, let's learn how to fix motorcycles. When I went and to, we could just do I it think, on our own time, make our own yeah, money. I guess. We retire and work no, our own I wanna, pace. I want, I want to do this. I want to do this for a living. And we're going to do this for a living. I want to do this for a living. Yeah, just talk on the radio. <laughs> be on the radio. That's what I want to do. That's better. Be nice. Yeah, that'd be very nice. That'd be really good. Yeah, but, hey. You're not sponsors? So, <laughs> we get the V2 and Cafe to sponsor us here. There we yes. go. <laughs> uh, just you know, ignore the clanking dishes and everything in the background. They're ignores. They stick us here in a corner booth. That's <laughs> it. We have the corner booth here at the, at the cafe. And um, we got some drinks right now. I got I mean, a spray, and Tim's been drinking some sparkling something or other. I'm drinking your Seagram's. Uh, you're making me happy. Is that what that's called? Mm hmm. You're making me happy. You're making me happy. You're making me happy. See? And that's a and that's a. Uh, it's a wine cooler. It's a wine cooler. I know it's not it's not a manly drink, and everybody will bust my chops it's, on it. Everybody likes to drink a, beer. It's not a biker drink. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's okay. This it's is all right. calming it's, for it's, me. It's, it's, I just want to relax. Thing. I know it's all right. That's quite all right. Um, well, I mean, we had uh, we had a great ride, as you know. On Sunday was our uh, inaugural. Uh, motorcycle men. Our ride. first one Our set up, first and uh, set up. it went okay. I mean, we had a we had a we had a, uh, a surprisingly decent turnout. Yeah. I was surprised. Uh, I, I was actually expecting it just to be the three of us, right? And uh, as it turns out, we were happily surprised. You know, um, the weather was beautiful. 
couldn't ask for Absolutely. better weather. Got a little cool on the way back, but not too bad. Tolerable. Oh, let me tell you, when I was driving home after your house, after I left, after I left you, uh, at the end of the day, um, did probably a fifteen degree temperature drop wow. between here and the Jersey Shore. It um, and the wind picked up. The wind was screaming. Yes, and I'm driving down there, and and the bike was getting thrown around on the road, and I'm like, well, "This is so now." Now here's the thing: you feel a lot of wind, when wind is up. Do you feel it more now with this bike than the other bike? No, no, no. I, I feel the Sportster was very light. The Sportster is like two fifty lighter than this bike, and uh, if a sparrow flew by me, I felt it. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, and, and so I, with that bike, I, I, although I did use go on the Garden State Parkway with that bike, uh, I, I generally didn't. Uh, I, I generally wasn't doing speeds in, in excess of fifty-five or sixty because it just got squirrely at high speed. Um, even though I had a, the sport bug deflector on it, you know, right? And so, but this bike, um, I, I feel it a lot less. I'm not saying that I don't get bounced around on air especially when i get a nice gust hit me from the side because now you're a bigger bike and now you're getting yeah i get on. the same thing yeah. but but you know i, I got a more things to catch on to you got that, wind. you got that girth it's that's not too bad though too i mean bad. i i i feel more comfortable at it yeah I, like we're, 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 we were riding this weekend we rode next to some uh, big 18 wheelers and i was surprised that i was i thought i was going to feel it more and i didn't yeah, no, that's usually what they call the no zone. There are areas yeah. around trucks you're not supposed to ride right. because of the wind shear. Yeah, but, you know, on these highways around here, it's like you get stuck in them and you don't want to be. Yeah. You know? And well, I was very surprised, though, that on the ride, and I, I really wish Chris was here so we could just talk, start talking about because I'm afraid I'm just going to dive right into it. But, uh, there, yeah, there was, there, was a, there was just one, I think, one point on the whole ride where we uh, ran into a little semi-truck traffic. Uh, which kind of kind of made everybody uncomfortable a little bit, but talk about the Mad Max Highway. Why we got a chance? The Mad Max Highway. Okay, well, everybody, I've been asked, what do I mean by the Mad Max Highway, the Garden State Parkway? Let's uh, let me get into a little description. What it's the Garden State Parkway. The Garden State Parkway runs from at Exit Zero in Cape May all the way up to well, it meets the New York State Thruway at the right, top, straight up, through up the there. center of. New- Pretty, well, much the, the pretty much, pretty much, not the well, more eastern side of New Jersey, right up uh, to where it meets the uh, the New York State right. Thruway. That's up near Palisades, I believe. And uh, it's a toll highway. It's a toll highway. Um, uh, there's toll. There used to be tolls nearly every twenty five miles. Every I think it was and now it's every fifty, isn't it? Or something like that. that. Yeah. And they just jacked the prices up. Yes. But, you know, thank you, You're Governor. Dollar fifty. Thank you. You know, our tolls used to be ten cents on the entrance and exit. Right, and uh, a quarter, on and a quarter when you hit the toll, or the toll booth on on the which main was every like every twenty five yeah, miles. miles. Um, Governor Corzine comes in and he raises the prices three hundred percent. Now you're paying fifty cents on the exit and a dollar fifty at the tolls, but they eliminated some tolls in the process. Be that as it may, as far as it goes for road quality, the Garden State Parkway, I'll give it a, I'll give it an eight and a half out of ten. Which is not bad. Which is which? It's a really great roadway. Um, the southern portions down towards Cape May, which is the Cape May County, Atlanta County, which is where Atlantic City is. There, it's uh, it's two lanes each direction. It's it's divided by a very wide median, which is usually trees in the middle. Or down south, there's more um, 
and concrete barrier in the middle because now you're going through, uh, I guess you would say it's like marshlands because it's pretty flat down there. Uh, and the traffic moves really nice down there. It's southern New Jersey up until, and by, by the way, the, the mile markers indicate the exits also. So if you have uh, mile mark, if you're at mile marker 62, there's probably, there, there is, exit 62 is right there. And exit 73 is at mile marker 73. So it's numbered that way. I believe, I don't, don't quote me on this, but I believe the last exit is like 175, I think. Probably close. Not sure. It's like something like right. that. Now, at one point, there's, a, there's the Raritan River, which runs through the center of New Jersey. And for some people, myself included, I consider North Jersey and South Jersey divided by those bridges. And what, what's that bridge called again? This, the, that's the Driscoll Bridges, okay. but everybody calls it the Raritan Bridges because it's right. the Raritan River. Right. So everything north of the Raritan, the Raritan Bridges is I, a lot of, I consider it North Jersey, and then you have South Jersey. But then there's this big argument. Well, you have Central Jersey, South Jersey, and it's like, you know, look, North Jersey. We're splitting South it in half in We're this splitting case. it in half. We're, we're splitting it in half. And when... You start getting closer to uh, Asbury Park, which is like uh, exit uh, right around uh, mile marker 100, 102, actually. What happens is the highway splits. You get express lanes and you have local lanes. You get three local lanes and you get two express lanes, and they parallel. The difference is the express lanes don't have any exits on them all the way up until the Raritan Bridges, and then they come back together. So now you have five lanes now. It It goes from two... Up until in the express lane, in the, well, actually, it, it starts out at two, went down to right, right, zero, right, okay, and then as you come up, right into uh, past, uh, right past Bricktown, right past my exit where I get off, it turns to three lanes, right, and then it increases at ninety-eight to four lanes, and then of course when you get to Asbury Park Toll Plaza, then now it increases to five lanes, then when you get to the Raritan Plaza. You got five lanes. It increases, I believe, to two more lanes. It's like seven lanes now across. That's over the Driscoll That's Bridge. That's when it though. goes over the Driscoll Bridges. At which point, uh, two lanes split off to go to Staten Island. Another lane splits off to go to Route Nine, and another lane just kind of meanders. I don't know where it goes. <laughs> anyway, so now, now we have five lanes. Oh no! Then it splits off again, and two lanes go to the New Jersey Turnpike. And after that, two more lanes come back in, and now we have we have five lanes again. And those five lanes carry you right through up to a union, I think? Um, yes. And then it turns back to three. Then it goes back to three lanes. And then it's three lanes for the remainder all the way up, I right. believe, right? Well. Actually, it goes back up to two, I think, when you get to the top. Right, it, right. right. exactly. Up past uh, exit 17. Uh, once, uh, route 17. Right. Route 17. You're right. It gets right. Now, it used to be years ago from the Raritan Bridges north, that's where crazy happens. Because now you have all these cars all merging into one, and it's just madness. Well, that has since creeped down to like exit 117, which is for, which is like the the, the Sandy Hook exit. Um, it's just because everybody's 70, 65 used to be is the speed limit when you get south of the Routen Bridges. It's 65 down there. Right. Up here north of the Routen Bridges, it's 55. Um, that's fine. But everybody ignores that. Of course. Of course, nobody ignores it. In fact, nobody no, nobody pays attention to the 65-mile-an-hour speed limit south of the Round Bridges. Now, the 75 is not fast enough. I mean, I'm doing 75 in my truck, and people are riding me my ass, and they want to go 80 or 85. Um, 
Now, on a motorcycle, which I have ridden on this, it can get a little harrowing. I usually now, ride, when, when do you take the uh, express lane? I always up, take. The, I take the express lanes only because there are no exits and there's generally less traffic. But it's just the volume of traffic. All these, all these. Of course, the entrance is people piling on and piling on. Going northbound is always more traffic because everybody's going into the city. They're going here. There's more work up here. People are commuting. I get it. Um, but once you get north of those bridges. It's a free-for-all. It's freaking crazy. People are zigzagging and left and right, and it's just, it's just absolutely nuts. Monday, I almost crashed. <laughs> that crazy because there's Yeah, because it was nuts. People are swerving left and right and going in and out, slamming on brakes. People were going into the median. It was just, and I'm thinking, like, I'm glad I didn't have the bike. Uh, it, but So uh, because of that, like you said, it's like the gauntlet. You know, you're you're gonna get hit. You know, as far as not not run into, but it's like you feel like you're getting. By the time you get off the road, you feel beat up. Right now, that's Monday through Friday. Usually between the hours of eight p.m. and five a.m., it's a glorious road to be on because generally the traffic is really there's hardly anybody on the road, and you can and weekends are usually pretty good. Well, now it's getting into summertime. Now everybody, see, everybody north goes down south they to go the beaches. To the beaches. And that's yeah. when we, <laughs> see, know. everybody, whenever you hear in any other state, you might hear going down south to the beaches. That's what we're talking about. Is going that, to the shore. Going to the shore. And that's yeah. what it is for us. That's it. Going to the Jersey Shore. And then Friday nights is like usually the worst. And then Sunday nights coming north on the Garden State Parkway, that's even worse. So, but... And usually in the winter months, you know, on your weekends, it's not bad. It's, it's really a great ride. When, like I said, once you get further south, you know, even south or further south of where I am at Brick, um, it's really nice to ride on down there. And I, just, like, I was suggesting to uh, to Chris, and I think I mentioned it to you too, we should go down to the Cape May Zoo. And that's a beautiful ride. Down there. down. Oh, that's... so I got to ride the gauntlet to get to you to I'm go down there. sorry you live north of the round bridges man that's what happens you know <laughs> once you get south like so once you get past like uh once you get past the bridges past 117 beyond that it's 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 great you know but um there is a point on the garden state parkway which a lot of people don't know and it freaks a lot of people out is that there are traffic lights down when you get right down, down south when you yeah. get like exit uh, right around exit four there are traffic lights in those cross streets and then it becomes like uh for you delaware folks it becomes like route 13 or it becomes like um uh, Route 20 in upstate New York. It just it just becomes one of those roads. Uh, but that's 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 my daily commute. Wonderful. Every day. Yes. And um, but you know that's that's it. But so let, let's let's talk a little bit about um, who we had uh, what we had on the ride. Uh, this so was, you want to go to the ride? You want to go to the ride? Let's, let's, let's go to the ride. You know, and we can get Chris's take when he gets here. Wait, you got? Uh, you had an email today from? The oh, other that's day. right. We got some feedback. We got some feedback. Uh, we did get uh, an email from um, one of our listeners out in California. Um, let me just call that up. Unfortunately, I wasn't. Pre- I wasn't prepared. You caught me off guard, bro. Well, <laughs> you know, you caught me off guard. It's, all right. it's okay. I'm just guy. trying to get Chris here before we start talking about the uh, ride. <laughs> talking so about we- the ride. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> We got a, uh, we got from, here he is. Is this the guy? Is this the one? Yeah, this is from John. He's out in California. He's, uh, he gave us some, um, he gave us some song, uh, his song favorites uh, for ride, uh, song of the week. And he, he, he picked, you're going to like this, he picked uh, Fuel by Metallica for one of his ride songs. Another one is Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue. Mm-hmm. He also, he says, when I'm feeling slow, he picks 
Slow Ride by Foghat. Remember that? Wow. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, and then when he's feeling old school, Born to be Wild by Steppenwolf. Oh, that's old school. That's way right. old school. <laughs> so, but uh, So we are getting some good responses. and uh, That's a good, good, got, good um, picks there. Some great picks. Uh, we got the, we, I did see on the, uh, on the site stats that we were getting some hits from Russia. Wow, that's good. And we were also getting hits from, um, uh, from Alaska. We got some hits in uh, uh, Germany and the U.K. And one from South Africa. Well, I'm just trying. I don't know if that was an accident, but I want to say these these were our listeners are. So if you're out there in in Russia, in the Serengeti, in the UK, <laughs> <laughs> if you're out there, uh, thanks for listening to the motorcycle man. Um, but pretty soon we're we're gonna fire up the um, the uh, Rockola here at our booth, and we're gonna play some music for you uh, for the song of the week. We actually got some good things. Uh, we actually be getting a, a, a lot a lot of. Um, the voting on the song of the week was—it's it, actually rampant. Um, sadly, at the last count, your your song pick uh, was 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 in last place. Of course, well, nobody and, knows it. That's the whole uh, thing. Yeah, nobody knows <laughs> it. Um, uh, my uh, the song that I picked, which was uh, uh, Midnight Rider, uh, at last check had three votes, uh, and the song that Chris picked, which was the ACDC song. Uh, which was a, what's the name of his song that he picked? I forgot the name. I don't know, of but it. his his also had three had three. Oh, wow! Um, one of our other polls on the on the other page and again it's motorcyclemen.us. Go check that out. Oh, one of the other polls that we had on there is uh, with regard to what would you like to see the motorcycle men's uh, logo on, and it was a dead even heat for stickers and uh, patches. Oh, we had one one for a hat. Oh, really? Yeah. So whoever that was, we're going to get one hat made for you. Uh, with motorcycle my logo on it, we're um, going to need them up in um, when we go to Americate. Oh God, I would love to have that. I, th- I think I think I'm just going to just go on out and just go ahead and, and drop the drop the bucks and just get the uh, get the patches and uh, we'll get the uh, stickers too. Uh, I think I'll put the um, I have to I have to modify the logo for the stickers. I'll put the motor I'll put the motorcycle dot us uh, stickers for what? What are you putting stickers on? Well, yeah, like like bumper stickers or whatever. I'm not a sticker guy. You're not a sticker guy? I'm not a big into stickers. Well, you don't put stickers on your guitar case. That's why I do. No. I, no, I don't, <laughs> put, so, I don't um, know, put stickers on I know, uh, I know the Pace guys, they, the Pace Motorcycle Podcast, they, they, they have their own stickers. and they, I've seen pictures on their site that somebody had the Pace Motorcycle Podcast uh, sticker on their bike. So it was pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So we'll do that. We'll definitely get the patches. And I'm debating on modifying the logo just a little bit so it has the uh, Motorcycle Men uh, website on it. You can always get the Motorcycle Men uh, magnet to get, put it on and it comes off. Oh, you know what? I never thought about that. That would be a good idea because nobody can – you don't have to worry about well, the, being uh, sticking well, onto your – Many motorcycles don't have a whole lot of exposed metallic parts that you can stick something to. True. True. And you're gonna get some. You're gonna get some guy on a Suzuki V-Trom, and he's not. And he's not gonna be able to well, stick it. Well, for those who have the option. For the, well, actually, less of it. <laughs> or even that, on your car. On your car. Problem, that's right? right. You know, that's the idea. We do put the bumper sticker on it. Um, nobody voted for ladies' underwear, though. <laughs> so that's good. You know, nobody. Nobody asked for socks. Yeah, who so. wants to see that? <laughs> Well, I, you well, know, I would. I, yeah. <laughs> well, we don't want. Do you really want to get distracted? I know. <laughs> I mean, you actually, would. I, I, <laughs> and, and and just so you know, nobody wanted to see the motorcycle men logo on on a bra either. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. Um, but uh, the other question that I had on the, on the on one of the polls that I had on the um, on the website was also about uh, what do you wear when you ride 
And overwhelmingly, everybody's saying boots. So we got one person on here who said uh, one, I think. Just Haley said they wear sneakers. So um, we're going to modify that poll after the uh, at the uh, uploading of this podcast. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll change some of that. But remember, go to the uh, Chrome poll page of our MotorcycleMen.us website. Now, uh, uh, you, uh, you wore your chaps this weekend. I did wear my chaps. And I did. How did you find that? Well, I, coming up here from, from South Jersey, driving all the way up here, uh, it was, was great. It was like 60 degrees then. Uh, no, the, no, 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 no. I had, 40, I had 48 when I left wow. the house. So, and by the time I got up here, we were, already, we were well into the 50s. But I was very comfortable. I was very comfortable with that. I even had on my uh, half denim, half leather jacket uh, with my vest over on top of it and, and uh, a long sleeve shirt. So I was I was quite comfortable. When we got up to, at some point, I stripped all that off because I was dying. Oh, it's right when we when we got up to the first bar, we stopped. At. Right. <laughs> that's when the I bar. That's when I stripped it all off because I was like, all right, I'm hot. And then I just stripped down to the t-shirt, and then I was too cold. <laughs> so, but we only went a mile from there. Oh, so. it's actually it's actually four miles from there. Okay, it, was wasn't four miles from, it wasn't that far. Um, but that was it was comfortable, and you just had on your you just had uh, your. I had it. I had a t shirt on with a um, a flannel shirt and my vest. Oh, okay, okay, which so you, was nice. So you were you were comfortable. I say everybody was dressing different. I noticed that uh, a couple of the folks on the rides were just. Jeez, uh, uh, we had uh, some of the guys were just wearing flannel shirts. Some guys just had hoodies on. <laughs> t shirt. I mean, t shirt. Brave like, soul. <laughs> It's, it's not just that. It's just like really. It's like, well, I guess I, I suppose it's you know the uh, with with the wind and and all that. The, you know, it was warm though. It got warm in it the got afternoon. Hot, yes. Oh my God. We. <laughs> I was like I was like dying in the afternoon. I was like yeah, that's why I had to, I had to strip down just a little bit because I really was really really hot. Um, it was. I mean, like I say, you, you couldn't ask for a better day. It was just now. Like, we you and I we had the uh, I had the Cena S ten. Right, SM10 it is? Yeah, SMH10, yes. Right, and how did you how did you like using it? Uh, you know, I, I like it. I like to like it. I, I, I know I found once before the one we used it that um, I had the, the speakers in both ears. Right. And I didn't like that because I think we both agreed you couldn't right. hear the bike too well. Exactly. And it kind of throws you off. Um, so I just had that one in my left ear and... And my right ear, I sh- while I should have had an earplug in, I, I, I found I didn't need it. It wasn't that bad. Coming up, I did have earplugs in my ears because of the, a, the cold, for one, and because of the loudness of the bike, of course, two. But for some reason, it, with just with the um, with the SM H10 in my left ear, it wasn't so bad. Right. It was good. Um, the communication was great. I mean, yes. it, that's it's it's. See, a, I found it. I found it more relaxing to have somebody to talk to normally. What I, you didn't, we didn't have to talk, and we didn't talk a lot. No, we just talk every now and then. Yeah, but you could have an actual conversation. Exactly, and when it would great you know? things, when you're in a group like we were, uh, it's good to and, and, and because I was the ride captain, um, it, it was nice for me to be able to call out an obstacle. You know, right. it, it, it'd, be, it'd be even better if everybody had them. So then because I could say, hey, look, there's a pothole coming up here. Watch out. So instead, I just did the usual thing where I would point to it and whatever. And I don't know if anybody understood what I was doing. Why is he pointing at the ground? Right. You know, but it was great to let you know, at least, because most, most of the ride, you were right behind me. Yeah. Well, yeah, to your right. You know, to, I think toward the end of the ride coming back, you might have been like uh, two or three behind me at one point. Um, 
but I, I, I really like that. I think, and oddly enough, I was very surprised. And those of you can, uh, considering buying the uh, the Senna headset, uh, I, I highly suggest it. It's a great idea, especially if you're if you ride with groups or even if you ride with a partner. On a and which, which is also good that it links up to your phone. Now, uh, I have, I didn't get to, to you to link up to yours. Yeah, for some Not that you got any phone calls, but. I got a phone call while we were riding. Oh, did you? I'll yeah. tell you. You went away from it. You went away for a moment. Yeah, Troy called me. And <laughs> oh, so, it was cool because it just goes right in, and now I could talk to him like normal. And and then once it's out, then I'm back to talking to you again. Yeah, and did, I, I think that's a, a blue, it's Bluetooth, and I think it's a good thing to have. So you, you're not getting away from the right. riding. Now, did you, did you, when, when you're... Well, ah, I'm getting all kinds of crap here. What's going on here? Stop! Uh, he, he's wrecking Stop. everything. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, oh, wow, it's weird. So things 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 went crazy in the diner here. Wow. Um, what's great about this unit is, is that well, we have the windshields too, mm-hmm. and then we have the you know we have the fairing on your bike, and I got the windshield. You don't get that. You would think that you would get wind noise, right? And you don't. You really don't. Even on highways at highway speed, we weren't getting that. It was no problem. It was great. The only other thing I was I thought was. I was thinking to myself, he's going to hear my bike the entire time we're going. Nope. Didn't hear your bike. Nope. And the only thing I tell you, the only time I did hear another motorcycle is when you were talking, and I don't know who was riding next to you, but it was freaking loud. <laughs> it might have been, might have been Justin or Chris. I know Jim was near me, so but Jim was. Bike, right. Jim's bike wasn't really loud. He no. Was, no, he his bike wasn't really loud, but I, I could. I think, I could you know, I don't see anybody with any bike, but his bike was really super loud. No, well, I think I think Lex's I think, bike was probably the loudest. No, all the same. I think we're all about you and I think you and Chris were probably the loudest. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and maybe Justin. I don't know. Justin had the Reinhardts on there, and so did uh, uh, Jim. What? Jim had the Reinhardts on. Uh, yeah, that's right. Jim had Reinhardt's. I know Justin had Reinhardt's, but they had the long ones. There, there, there was, were pretty long. They actually extended out past their bags, uh, whereas my Screaming Eagles kind of cut short right after the passenger foot pad. You know, the uh, the, the footboard it just, just right. it cuts off right there. So it is pretty freaking loud. Um, one, uh, one, I did want to mention this to you uh, when I was coming up in the morning. Um, I was cruising along sixty five. And, and this is, again, this is like at eight fifteen in the morning, and um, I came across three other guys on Harley's in the middle lane, and I guess I was just going teeny bit faster than them, and I was creeping up on them. As I got closer, they all had loud pipes. I don't think as loud as mine, but this weird audio oscillation began to happen <laughs> because I was riding between them in the middle. They were in the middle lane, and I was in the left lane, and there was a the barrier there, and we were coming right through Woodbridge. And this weird oscillation happened with the sound, and, and it kind of sounded like uh, the the H one Hueys, like from from Vietnam. And it was the funniest thing. So I wanted to bring that to you, but yeah, I, I was with the with the headset. I'm, I'm surprised I didn't hear more of that. But our conversations were nice and clear. Um, there were a couple times, I, as you know, because you were getting frustrated because I had to ask you several times, "What was that? What'd yeah, you well, say?" Well, my voice doesn't carry in the first place, so I have to cover with my hand. I cover it up, and then I can talk. Oh, so you would you'd have to cover the mouthpiece. I have to it. cover it like this. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Oh, see, so because I, was, cause I now, now could you hear me clearly? 
Yes, but you talk louder. You're a lot. You have a, I have a big mouth. You have a big mouth. Like, oh, thanks. And I don't. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I come down, what did you say? And sometimes it sounded garbled, and I think that's only because of maybe the wind. No, that was actually me. You naturally sound garbled. <laughs> exactly. Nobody <laughs> understands me anyway, so... <laughs> Um, but I think now, 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 you're you bought the uh, the set and unit. It came with both headsets, right? Yes. And how much did you pay for that? I think it was like three ten. And when did you? How long ago did you buy that? Hmm, last year. Really? Yeah. Because I, I I've seen them from one fifty nine, and that was that. That's the that, single, or it's got to be the single. It's not the I, double. I don't know. I, it's I've, I've be seen the it. So it would be it would be just a so, no. Why would you buy a head one headset? Unless somebody already has it. Somebody already has it. This does link up to other units. Oh, it will. Because I guess it's a frequency thing. Right. Okay. Well, that's good. So, So, well, see, because I I talked to Deb about it, uh, my motorcycle mama. And uh, (laughs) I talked to her about it. And she says, well, you know, do we need it to talk back and forth to each other? Well, if we want to talk, I just, like, turn my head and I yell at her. You know? Well, here's the thing. Next time you decide to go on a ride, take it with you. You could try it. What's what's the harm in trying yeah, it true. once true, and then yeah. see what see if you got your no, kind of, like it like I did mention to her that it has the ability to link up to to with the uh, the Bluetooth with the phone and she says well that's good because then I could call you if you're out riding but as you, as we both know I had difficult it wouldn't pair up well no because I, there's something special you have to do I had the problem first when I got oh, my, yeah, okay. when I first got my new phone I had a problem right. and then I looked at the instructions and I was doing something totally wrong and I just couldn't remember what the process was oh, but okay. once you find the process it links up like that oh okay great because I, I, I would I, you know and then it's a tricky thing to turn it on you got to push the button and ho- you got to push two buttons in at the same time to, to, right. to just to turn it on and then it goes hello welcome Hi, how are you? What's how's your day? What'd you do today? Ask your questions, and then when you want to pair up with the other person, both of you just have. Well, to first, at first, it's got to go. Uh, it's going to have like a few beeps, and then it says pair, uh, "phone paired." Right. So right. my phone paired for mine. I'll say that. So yeah, mine, I, I didn't mine get was that. already right. linked. Right. So now, when we when two people want to pair up, now you both hit. We both have one, to hold it at the same time. Well, just what? Just one button, right? Right. Just the the, the large. Uh, you just just a one large button in the middle, right. which also is the volume control. Right. So you hold that in for and a then, few seconds. For a few seconds, and then let, you it, let go. it go. And then one of us has to hit. Well, I'm I'm the main, so I would hit it again. Oh, and okay. It, and then that's when it would link. Okay, then it would link up. Right. Okay. And and if you do get this, I from experience, I will tell you this: if you hit that, if say you're the it will whoever you are, if you hit that button again, it shuts it all off. It doesn't shut the unit off, but it, it disconnects the pairing. Well, don't touch it. You know, you, you what go. Let's well, say, for example, you, you wanted, like to keep the volume like super loud. And it was, no, well, yeah, you well, was, no, 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 no. Let's just say, at for first, example, it was screaming. So. Well, I, did, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I just put it on my head. So, like, say, for example, you want to make, you want to adjust the volume, and you reach up there to hit it, and you hit a bump, and your hand slaps it. Now it goes off. Right. And now, what do you have to do? You got to shut it off and restart it. Is that the easiest thing to do? But you, you, touching the thing shouldn't make it go off. Well, that's what I experienced. A couple well, times. because it was probably trying looking for something else you were trying to connect to. Oh, okay. And then does it eventually just give up on it, finding that? And then you press it again, and it goes back to where it was before. Oh, you think so? It says, okay, all right. So, so okay, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. We'll say that it'll definitely will connect. But it's, it's <laughs> we're hoping. So, but it's a great. Unit. I don't ride with the instructions on me, right? <laughs> but you know, the, the other thing is you have to get. Now, I don't know how it is with a full with a uh, full helmet. I've never used it in that, in that capacity. I've always used it with just with my half helmet. 
I don't think I tried. I think I tried. I just couldn't get it all matched in. No. Because like I would think that because yeah, it's getting that mic in a phone and yeah, there's no room in there. You gotta somehow you gotta use an Allen wrench and to tighten it up around the edge of the helmet, right? And then you gotta feed the cables around and it just it just seems I don't know how you would do that with a full helmet because then the microphone's on this little boom that comes well, around then, the well, front. Well, it would be way down here. It would be on the bottom, now. right? Okay. I, I think it could, but it's, it's a matter of getting it up in getting there. up inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. I, I don't know. Now we're going to use. Are we going to use that when we go to Americade? Of course. Yeah, we we'll use. I, I want to do at least. Yeah. So now, yeah, I think for that, I will be in the front, of course, and then you should be at the back. Well, I'm just hoping. Like, that's why I wish you had. A, we had another one. Even just we just bought one single. One I, for I Chris. might. I might. I'm prob- I am probably going to do that. I'm probably going to buy a single. Uh, you know, it's like it's 159 dollars. I saw, so I'm, I'll probably will buy the single unit so that just for when you're riding, at least yeah. you can answer the phone should you get a phone call. Right, or whatever. exactly. Right. You know, just, at least just for that. Um, what the, oh, the, the other question I, I, I don't, I did ask you this, but I don't think you had an answer for me. Do you know what the range is? 900 yards. 900 yards. Now, because I do know that we lost communication at one point on the ride. We did. Yes, because no, we didn't separate that far. We did. We did lose. Oh, no, you said you were on a phone call. I'm sorry. That's right. That's right. I was on a phone call. See, I forgot. I forgot. I thought you said you lost <laughs> communication. I was like, what, what was going on with that? Okay, so great. So, But it's 900 yards? Yes. 2,700 feet. So you're, you're talking at you're talking more than a half a half mile. No. Is it half a mile? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe half a mile. Well, a yeah. mile is 5280. Yeah, okay. So, so about you, half a mile, yeah. Wow. That's pretty that's not, good. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't get a half a mile behind, but we're ahead. No. No. But sure. And, of course, that all depends upon terrain, too. No, we can start talking about the ride, because Chris is not going to be able to make it here. He's not? Nah. He just texts me. He says he's still out. Okay. Well, text him back. Just tell him the diner's open to midnight. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're not going to be here until midnight. No. All right. So here's the thing. So we rode. Well, first we started at, we got there. I got there about... Quarter after nine, I and I, I, there. I must have rolled in like right after you got there then, because I went and got inside and I got my uh, breakfast and, and Dunkin' Donuts. We stopped at Dunkin' Donuts on North Avenue and Grant, and then uh, I waited for everybody else to get there. Yeah, and everybody started tooling in. Yeah, we had we ended up having um, a total of nine bikes on the ride, right. and eleven people. Eleven people. And I would say it was it was quite it was a, it was a good mixture of of bikes that we had. It wasn't right. all Harleys, which was great. Um, I think it was, I guess we can call it. Of course, we had my heritage. We had your, your electric glide, right? Which were the only two. We had one electric glide, one heritage. We had two road kings. Oh wait, yeah, because uh, Jim had a road king. Yes, he did. Uh, Justin had a road king. Right. Uh, Chris says fat boy. Right. Uh, we had. Um, uh, Vicky Vulcan was there. Vulcan, the Kawasaki yeah. Vulcan, uh, and of course we had uh, the Super Glide, uh, Lexus Dyna Super Glide, right? And then we had uh, uh, Massimo showed up on his, his uh, Yamaha uh, Striker, his Star Striker, uh, which is really really cool bike. Really, yes, it really, is. Really, it's really a nice cool bike. bike. He just you got know, it the day before too. Yes, he just got it the day before, and it was funny. It's an eighty cubic inch, and he said, "I, I told him this is a badass looking bike." He goes. It's great. It says the only thing is it sounds like a sewing machine. <laughs> so, but it had that wide two forty tire in the back. It was, he's, he was it was digging. It was a really nice bike. Really, really nice. Right. And then uh, my friend Vin Vince showed up on a Suzuki V Strom. 
Right. And which is uh, it's, that's it, a nice adventure bike. It's it, a really nice looking it was, adventure. It was bike. nice. It was very nice. And he said it was his uh, second one. I think he said it was. Yeah, he he likes to ride yeah. in the back too. And um, <laughs> and that's I was yeah he was in the back the entire ride. Yep. But uh, it, it, uh, sadly he had a he had a bail early on us because we we ran long on time. Right. Uh, you know we were supposed to get up to. Uh, High point. We I thought we'd be there by twelve thirty, but that didn't happen. We didn't. Yeah. Well, we didn't kick off until like twenty after ten. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you know, because yeah, everybody's everybody around. Everybody, and, yeah, whatever. And let me uh, let me start by saying now, mind you, okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm doing a ride report. So uh, the ride report will be posted with the uh, with this uh, podcast, and you'll be able to check that out. Now the thing is, what was interesting was the. Um, I had my GPS set up, and here's the thing. You know, I know I vowed I would not do this, but and I and I did anyway. So, and from this point, I I vow never ever to use my handheld GPS ever again for that motorcycle thing riding. Did not work. Well, at here's the thing, here, and here, and and I and I blame Garmin and I blame uh, MapSource. Now, here's the thing: is what I do is well, I'll, I, I'm not going to blame Map My Ride. Because I plotted the course on Map My Ride, I got every single road that I wanted us to go on. I exported that GPX file out. Yeah, what what what, what map system does uh, Map My Ride use? Map My Ride. They have I, their I, I don't. Own, I don't they know. Have their I don't, own file. They've got their own thing, and they have their own format. But then you can export it as a GPX file. Now I have done this for bicycle riding, for mountain biking, and it worked fine. Uh, what I did was I export the file out. I bring brought that into um, MapSource, which is Garmin's uh, mapping program that comes with most handheld GPSs or their, most of their GPSs anyway. Uh, I imported it into that. And then what I did is after I imported it into that, then I sent it to the handheld device. So, boom, I look on my device. Hey, look, the map's there. Great. So, I figured we're all set. I got the route. It's on my GPS. We're all set to go. And it's also in Map My Ride. So now, would that work with a Magellan? Uh, if Magellan accepts GPX files, yes. Or uh, or TomTom, same thing. Uh, yeah, again, if it accepts GPS uh, GPX files, possibly. I, I don't know what the for- what their file format is. I have no idea. Now here, so what, so what happened was, um, I imported it. Uh, let me step back a little bit. I imported it into the program, and then when I went to send it to the GPS, it said. Elevation data is missing. Cannot do this. I'm like, what do you mean elevation data is missing? Apparently, the export from Map My Ride did not include elevation data, which the Map Source program needs. Why I don't know. I don't care. But in that case, yeah, we're just going roads. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? It, I, I, we're just going roads. I don't care about elevation stuff like that. So, what this forced me to do was manually pick all the points in Map Source. So I had a window open that showed map my ride route, and then I had map source open, and I was duplicating the route in map source, and I had to do this manually. So for an hour and a half, I was doing all this. Now, here's a note. Map source, even though I had the most updated recent maps uh, in the program, recent maps, it still did not include many of the roads that I wanted us to go on. Really? So I had to circumvent a lot of the roads that I wanted us to take. Which gave me a just truncated route, which was close. So then I, I then that imported into the GPS. Okay, all well and good. 
got it. I, when we got it, we're getting ready to roll out on Sunday. I put it on. I put it, the GPS on the handlebars, plugged it into my little 12 volt adapter thing, which I highly recommend everybody get because I was later able to charge my phone later in the day. So we're getting ready to kick off. I fired the GPS up. I also turned on my tracking system on my Map My Ride program. I put that in the case, and then I went and I said navigate. I hit the navigate button, and what do you think the GPS does? The GPS says, cannot navigate more than 50 points. <laughs> I plotted about 350 points. Wow. So this means the GPS basically was, not, I want to say useless, but it was unable to give us the course. So what I had to do was manually move the cursor up to a point somewhere along the road and on our path and click navigate to this point. And then that's what we followed. Um, as we took off, um, we went through Cranford and up, of course, up through uh, Wachung, the Wachung Mountains and then headed north. Along the way, somehow, it dropped navigation. Now, I only I remembered, like, the first 20 miles of turns that we had to make. And <laughs> unfortunately, the GPS sent us up some roads that were less than admirable. And I was Yeah, there was a little complaining going on. <laughs> it was a little bit of complaining. Well, let's put it this way. It was so bumpy that my trunk, my two side bags opened up i mean literally the tops almost came off i know so that's why i had to stop and i had to lock them on i was like wait stop why do we gotta stop because tim's bags popped open i was like yeah what yeah so they they were pretty bumpy so they were so we we got off that and word to the wise if the road has a double line if the road has a center line there's a good possibility that it's well maintained and that it's well marked if it doesn't have a center line Odds are it's not marked well, and it's in crappy condition, which is what we discovered, okay? Yeah. At least here in New Jersey, that's the case. Um, but you know, the furthest, further west we went, further west and north, the better the roads go. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's no question about that. We got, um, we were into, I think, Morris County. Wherever they ran out of salt, that's where it got better. <laughs> <laughs> for the, the winter, fur, right? The further away they get from the urban centers, the faster they run you out. People they run like out in of California salt. don't know what this is all about, but you know, <laughs> they salt the roads in New Jersey when it gets snow and ice oh on them, God. and it just just deteriorates the roads. They put but, salt, garlic, and pepper all over oh these things. Oh my God! You know, and it, it, anything is. I mean, there are other options, but the thing is, what we did find, like so those first 10, 15, 20 miles, is that uh, we did we did go off the the centerline roads that had crap with just crap conditions. So we got off of those real quick. And oddly enough, it didn't take us too far away from where we were supposed to be anyway. Um, we did have to stop. We stopped once for your case. Right. We stopped once because my GPS said it wasn't going to work anymore. And then we <laughs> stopped stop, stop 300 feet up the road to get gas for somebody. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then we started going again. Oh, I got to get gas. I was like thinking like, wait a minute. Didn't we just leave? <laughs> you should have got gas when we started. Anyway, so uh, so we stopped for gas. And then from that point, I think it was pretty smooth sailing from that point on. We were, we were, doing, we were, we were on. Uh, I wasn't crazy about the fact that the GPS brought us to Route 10. That wasn't too bad. No, but, you, you know, like if you want to take those uh, highways and those faster roads... I guess to get someplace, it's yeah. worth it. But, you know, that wasn't the intention of the No, ride. that wasn't the intention. No, you know, not we at were, all. We were supposed to be taking back roads, back roads co- those country nice roads. country roads, just to get us to the point. Yeah, and you know what? There was somebody once somebody said on the ride that there's a difference between taking a country road, uh, 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 taking a road in the country versus taking a country road. 
You know, they're two different types of roads right there. <laughs> right. I mean, a country road is going to be less than admirable, and a road out in the country is going to be a different story. Yeah, right. Um, but Some we beautiful had beautiful scenery too. Oh my god, it was great. We went through the uh, the Great Swamp uh, National Park, right. which was really nice, and and all the roads that we were on, if you, if you notice here in New Jersey, they were all really long, yes, long, twisty, windy roads that were very nice. Not a lot of. Uh, wasn't until we hit. I guess when we got on Route 15, that's the only. That's only the. That's one of the two highways that we got on, uh, and that's where we we pick, we pick, we made up a lot of time on that road from the couple stops that we had. We made up some great time, and uh, at that point it was near. I guess it was near twelve thirty quarter one, and I could hear the gut rumblings from everybody behind me that they wanted to eat because they were they you know. The, uh, the the monsters were getting hungry and they wanted right. to eat. So uh, I figured, well, let's. I had I had for us the plan to stop at uh, the Elias Cafe, which is up on Route 23. That's right near High Point. Uh, but I figured, you know what? Before I get lynched, let's pull over and let's let's get something. And uh, the first place I saw was it was Bud's Tavern. Is that what it's right. called? Bud's or um, Ben's? Bud's Pub. I think. Bud's Pub. It was Bud's Pub. Um, it's nice to know that Bud has his own pub. This is really nice. But Bud, please serve food. <laughs> so, and it was interesting. We got, we parked. We got, we got, we parked, and it's just as soon as we parked, the guys went inside and bought a beer without thinking. Let's ask if they have food. Right. And. Um, they, well, did, they, they didn't serve food. So we all had to wait for <laughs> so them to we, finish their beers. So we had to wait for them to finish their beers. Um, and then Justin, that's when Justin told us about this place that was up four miles up the road. And um, and it was, as we, we ended up going there. Right. It was uh, called the Gyps Tavern. Right. And it's nice right, place. It's right nice on uh, Kittatinny Lake. Right. And it, a, apparently it's a pretty famous place. Apparently uh, the one of the proprietors of this hung out with Babe Ruth. Well, and there, Babe Ruth would come up apparently to this area and do some hunting, and then he would hang out at Gyps, and that's where uh, that's where we were. We had um, some good old right on the water too, and you right sat in the, the back, and yeah. right over the water, beautiful. And then they you know they somebody cranked up the jukebox to an uncomfortable level, and, uh, <laughs> and we were like, "What? That's I can't what hear you." <laughs> that's what bikers do. That's what bikers do. <laughs> and uh, you know they had brewskis. We were there. Way longer than we should have been. <laughs> and uh, while we were there, I got to fix my... I had a, my light in the back of my... Uh, yes, one of your lights went out. Right. See, now, it's a, the brake light is also... It's a it's a two-filament bulb. So oh. it's a... Okay. So it's, it's, a, it's a regular right. tail light but and a brake light. But there's two wires that feed it. Oh. So one of the wires came out. That's what oh. was causing the problem. So Jim and I took it so apart it and put it together. All right, so it wasn't a bulb problem. Not so much, no. Oh, so that's good. we put it back together and it worked then. So I don't know. I'm afraid that thing might come out. I have to keep an eye on it. Wow. Yeah, my, my, but my, my, it's my. nice. See, that's a good thing to have is always he had some tools. I had tools. And we had to be able to fix these things. We had spare bulbs. It's a good idea to, to carry bulbs on long trips like that because if lights go out, you'd be able to fix right, them. So these are things that we're going to have to make sure we have before we go to America. Me right now, I carry a Swiss Army knife. That's what I have. And Great. I have, I have a. If we're I have, stuck in Switzerland, <laughs> I have, uh, or if I need, to, or if I need, if I need, listen, if I need to open a bottle of wine, I am prepared. Wow, you are prepared. <laughs> I am prepared. Um, I do have a couple Allen wrenches and a couple small wrenches for some of the smaller things, but I do not have a. a, a yeah, proper, I got to get my tools and organized. Proper though. tool kit, though. 
but so we were there at uh, at Gyps for about an hour and a half or so, probably. Right. And then I just kind of cracked the whip. So well, that's, got, what, that's when Vince. Said that's when he, Vince, Vince had a bail. Vince had a bail, and uh, he was dog sitting. So he was understood. Understandable, right? So the V Strom left us, and we were left with uh, cruisers for the right. remainder of the ride. Uh, we had uh, so then we had we headed out, and from there. It was all back country roads all the way up. To uh, High Point. To High Point. Now, here. this was a High Point trip. The highest a, point in New Jersey, yep. 1,803 feet, I think it yes, is. Yes, it was. Of course, you have the tower on top, which goes up an additional 200 feet, which we don't care about. Uh, but the ride going up there, with that was, the roads were just wonderful. We were on, uh, what was it? Uh, I, I can't remember the name of the roads off the top. Oh, there was um, uh, Lakeshore, Upper Lakeshore Drive, North. Uh, then there was, I can't remember the other name of the road, but they, they were just wonderful, twisty, windy roads. And there was a lot of bikes out that day. A lot of motorcycles were out right. that day. A lot. And there was also a lot of bicycles out that day, too. We saw that early on in the day. But uh, uh, we didn't see a whole boatload of wildlife. No. Uh, not, not much. And what's interesting is spring hasn't arrived up there yet. Well, That's you almost hit a turkey, didn't you? <laughs> uh, no, he was off to the side of the road, standing behind the guardrail, and I just oh. pointed him out to everybody. But. Oh. Uh, I, I did have us go on a partial gravel road, which, again, I didn't know that was going to be like that. But uh, I wouldn't call that a partial gravel well, road. I would say it was a destroyed road in parts yeah, in that parts. gravel was coming through. <laughs> exactly. But, it, it was, but for the most part, all the roads were very smooth. They were really nice. I thought the best part of that was when we were on 519 going northbound. Uh, there was that one part where we came around the mountain, and you could see the monument on top of the oh, hill. Yeah, that, that was, was nice. spectacular. Yes, beautiful um, view. And you know, then when you see the side, and then we got on from there, we got onto Route 23 North, uh, and they call it a route. Uh, like 519 is a county route, and then which is basically usually a single lane, both directions kind of a road, and then you have um, uh, Route 23, which. In some, in some points on Route 23, it widens out to two lanes either direction. But where we were, it was single lane both directions. Um, that's when you see, uh, eventually, we were only on that for about, I don't know, what, five, five six miles maybe? Yep. And then, and then we saw the sign for High Point. And then it's just up from that point. Yes. And um, That's always crazy with the gear shifting. Because uh, you, and if you get behind like a <laughs> slow car... That really shows off your gearing because yes. you have to know what gear you need to be in at that oh point. God. And people people in cars or driving don't pay attention to motorcycles and what their their little well, they, issues. They, they, they don't, don't care about the shifting thing, care. but it's they don't, they don't care. They don't have to and, care. And we, so you're, you're getting to that point where yeah. if I go down or go low, or I just, just get into that right it's, gear. It's you're you're too slow for the gear you're in, right? And too fast for the gear. You, before it, you know, so it's like, you know, right. where, where what's the fine line? Big, right. So and when we got to the top, to the entrance to the park up there, and if you, if you ever want to go to High Point State Park uh, and to the monument, just know that um, New Jersey doesn't feel it needs to maintain its roads in its state park. So the road, for the most part, wasn't in the greatest of condition. No, no. Really. Got, no. I mean, there were patches where they would pave like 30 feet and then not pave the rest of it. Um now there is a road right from right from near where Gyps was, as you pointed out. There is a road within the park that goes from uh, Route 15, where we were at Gyps uh, Tavern, that goes all the way through the park, all the way up to the monument. 
Now, it turns, it, it changes names several times. One's Mountain View Road, and then it goes to Curtis Road, and I, I, Curtis or Curtis, and then it changes to uh, Summit Road. But what I've noticed on, by using uh, Google uh, Street View, I was able to see that that road that you wanted, that you suggested we take, mm-hmm. was a single lane road. Ooh. And when I say single lane, I mean you couldn't ride side by side with motorcycles. You couldn't. It would be one motorcycle in it, and it was a bona fide road. I, I guess one car could come down. So that if road. there was a car coming the other way, you're, you're screwed. screwed. I mean, you somebody's got to go in the woods, you know. And the thing, and that's and that's what that road was like. And I, I, I'll show it to you later. I'll actually, I'll put it up on the website. Um, now there were a couple roads like that, and I said, you know what? Maybe we should. And I'm thinking like. Look, we don't know what condition this road's going to be, and we know it's not maintained. Right. You know, and I didn't want to take the chance and of it's an unsafe situation with well, so many yeah. bikes too. You know. Yeah, I didn't want to take the chance because we had a couple bikes that were two up, and I didn't want to take the chance. So, but the state park ride going in was great. There was two ways we could have went around the lake in the state park. The way we went, of course, which is clockwise, or we could have went around counterclockwise. But again, that counterclockwise route was one of those single lane roads, and I'm like, nah, forget it. But uh, we got to the monument, and we all parked, and then we were only there for about 40 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. Half an hour. I don't Half an hour. That yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's about it. And it's, it's a great view. We're going to put some pictures up on the website so you can yeah. see all this stuff. Yeah, I'm going to see all this stuff. Uh, we, you can see New Jersey, New York, and Pennsylvania from there. You can see Port Jervis uh, plain as day. Right. It's right there. Yep. Uh, it was just really nice. It was really nice enough there. That's another ride we got to do to Port Jervis yeah, and go there to the... What's that called? The crow's nest? Crow's yeah. nest, I think. Yeah, I think it is. Crow, yeah, crow's nest. Looks and, uh, over everything. Everybody tells, so you keep saying, got to go to the crow's nest. Got to go to the crow's nest. I'm like, I, okay, sure. We'll <laughs> go to the crow's nest. I don't know what it is. Um, when we finally kicked off to leave again, uh, Massimo was the one to say, I got to get gas. And uh, Jim wanted us to go to this waterfall. Right. Well, he suggested it. I mean, we could have, but... At that time, we were we were already six hours out. Oh, we were already on the road for six hours already. Right. Already, oh my God. And, well, actually, actually, uh, Justin wanted us to go up towards Bear Mountain. Right. And hit an Elks Club that was on the Hudson River. And and, the, and if you, we were at the Elks Club, we would have been there oh, for another it. another hour and a half. So an hour and a half. You're, if you were if you're at the Elks Club, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we would have been there. That little time, I think it would have been there a lot longer. Well, yeah. it, would have, it would have really dragged that. Oh yeah, sure. Drug and, out the day. And the thing is, and like I pointed out to Justin, I said it, that's all well and great and all, but the problem with that is, is that the ride back for us would have been either Route 80 and the Parkway, or it would have been just been you know, New York State Thruway and Parkway, which is not that bad, but it would have been all highway. And at that point, we were just exhausted and we didn't care, so we just elected to leave and head back home. Our route back home. Well, first we uh, when we got. The, what did you think of the ride off the mountain? Do you remember that? The ride off no. the mountain. It was just a twisty, windy road all right. the way yep. down. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. That was really something. I was, we were going downhill. We had to be doing 40, 45 going down this hill, and it was wide, sweeping curves all the way down here. Left oh yeah, to the, ga- right. to the gas station. Left and yeah. right. Yeah. And then finally we got down there and. Um, I was under the impression that we were just going to fill up and hit the road. Right. And we got to the bottom of the hill, and everybody... <laughs> Turn around. Everybody's got their helmets off. Everybody got their helmets there. off. and They're, they're inside the store <laughs> getting drinks and stuff. Like, that's, what? All, that's all right. Well, I'll just go to use the bathroom while I'm here. Uh, keep in mind, if you go to High Point, uh, before Memorial Day or after Labor Day, the bathrooms are locked. 
Yes. And the and and the snack bar is closed. Yes. So your only options are a gas station or the woods. Yeah, any long ride, always bring water with you. It's a good thing to do. Or some something people to say drink. some people would say bring a diaper too, but I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm <laughs> not, not going. Not going there. there. Not going. Not there. going there. So uh, from there, from that gas station, we just uh, we grabbed Route 206. Well, it wasn't 206 to start with. Uh, it was a couple, some more country roads, which going back were nice. Uh, but we did get stuck behind a couple cages that were riding at that speed too fast for one gear and too slow for the right, next. Exactly. So we were very with, annoying. So we were on that, and then I turned us off of that onto another country road, which got around them, and we had some beautiful roads for about what would you say, maybe forty minutes? Yeah, that was about for about right, yeah. forty minutes of beautiful country road, and uh, it was a center line road. Right. And so it was well marked, and it was really great condition, and a little twisty, windy, and then finally we hit Route 206, and that was our—I don't want to say our ride home, but that was the ride back to our region, I'll say. Right area. So then it's just ride 206 all the way back. Um, and, I, and here, one of our guys almost got leveled by another car. Yeah, that was. And, and and I I'm gonna I'm gonna go on to take responsibility for this because again I allowed the GPS because I I didn't know the area, and I did know that 206 crossed, um, Route 80, but there is an alternate route. There's, route 206 for some reason merges with Route 80 for some for about a mile and a half and then branches off again on its own, but there is a way to circumvent that and go around it. So but for some stupid reason. I had the GPS set to not do that. I have it set to avoid highways. And up to that point, it had done that. But I guess it decided it didn't want to avoid any highways, and my GPS just wanted to get home. So it put us on Route 80. Your GPS was tired, too. Because I'm just following its directions, right. what it's telling me to do. And next thing I see is Route 80 East. And I was like, no. Well, what are we greeted with when we first go on it? Two semi-trucks, back-to-back. Uh, yep. Now... Everybody knows we're getting out to a six south, and it's but like, one, one thing is the tr- one truck knew we were there and gave he, us some he, room. He, he, he did, he did, did back off room. and give, and we all got in there. You know, um, Justin, uh, Justin uh, was close to home at that point, and so, I guess Lex decided to follow him, and they just blew off and they took off, and they went. So now it was down to uh, you and me, mm-hmm. and Chris and Matt and Massimo. Right. Uh, what happened was um, I knew we were getting off, so I just hung back behind this one semi-truck, and he was just you know, motoring up this hill as best he could. And we were getting off in less than a mile. Right. Uh, Chris and Matt decided that they didn't want to hang behind us. They wanted to go around the truck, so they did that. Uh, at this point, the exit lane came up, and we got into the exit lane and started to move around the truck to the right-hand side. That's when I saw Chris and uh, Matt two lanes over and they started to come over a car came from a lane to the left of them he was moving too he was flying he went around matt on his left crossed over in front of him and went around chris to the right missing both of them by matt almost turned into him just just a foot or two right and he had his girlfriend with him and that that it, it just these people are just so impatient. It was the rush, you know, and, and just it, it it bothered me that you know that had that that, that happened. Did it have to happen? No, it did not. Obviously not. It's just inconsiderate. So I I, I, could, I could see the truck drivers were slowing down there, letting that happen about on its own. But uh, you know we got off and we we stopped. I guess everybody had wanted to collect themselves after that. But we went down. And we were on two to six. Uh, 
I don't know, maybe like maybe two miles, and we just pulled over and just took a little break. Um, and from that, it was just right after that, it was just down 206. And when we got into the town of Pluckman, where uh, three crazy roads crossed each other, Route 78 and Route 287, and then we just grabbed the, what they call Washington Valley Road. And that's a nice ride. That's a always, nice ride. Nice, nice and twisty. It's a nice ride. Sunday ride for us. From yeah, exactly. Here. Yeah. From here, it's a nice Sunday ride. And then that's, just, that's only like a half an hour from here, so it's not too right. Big. And then that's when uh, Massimo broke off from us there, and when we got back to uh, nearly in Cranford, uh, Matt uh, split off, and then of course Chris split off too mm-hmm. uh, at that point. So it was it was a good, it was a really really nice ride. I was I was always I was generally happy with. Most of the ninety percent of the route that we took, I would say probably our road quality. So, in retrospect, what yeah. do you think? Um, what I would w- you have done different? I would not have used the GPS. Uh, I would have. I, I would have probably stayed. I think there's got to be a better GPS out there. Well, there are. There are. You, there's the the uh, Garmin Nuvo. Uh, I think it's called the Nuvo. There, of course, there's the uh, companies make motorcycle specific GPSs that allow you to point uh, to point point-to-point navigation you can pick your course which is great but they're you know three to five hundred dollars each wow yeah so that's not that's not an option right now right. so for the time being i mean i have my phone i'm uh the harley dealer down by me was out of the uh, uh adjustable phone mounts i can just use map my ride for that i can just follow the course that way too i can use map my ride that's that's fine and because now like i said because i have the 12 volt adapter on my bike i can plug my phone in and i'll have to worry about it dying on me but again, in retrospect, looking back on it, um, I'm, I'm 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 pretty happy with the ride. I, I think it was good. Uh, everybody seemed to enjoy it. Uh, I think our road quality out of ten, I think our road quality overall was probably an eight, seven, seven, eight, yeah, seven, eight. I think it was pretty good. We'll go seven and a half, right? Seven we'll and a half. We'll go seven and a half with road <laughs> <Right>. quality. Uh, <laughs> it was good. You know, there were a few uh, tens in there. Right? there, there were, yeah, right. There, but were, there were a few tens. There were a few fives. There were a few fives. I think there was a one, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, but it was it was great, you know. Um, I, n- now, here's, a, here's the thing. <laughs> Knowing how long it took us to do that right. It, it ended up being 171 miles. Okay. Right. From the Dunkin' Donuts back to the Dunkin' Donuts, 171 miles. Uh, if we had followed all the intended roads that I had originally plotted out, we would have been out there for about 10 hours. Wow. Maybe more. Because as well, it was, we were out there for eight and a half. Here's the thing. If if we have gone to the, to the plan that was in, initially is not stop until we got to the cafe. Right. And then go on from there. I right. think we would have been better off. Sure. But I think we had too many stops. Well, I don't know. Well, we had too many lengthy stops. Right, exactly. Too many lengthy stops. I mean, I understand it's time. Some some people need to smoke or whatever their yeah, issue whatever. is. But well, Chris, didn't, Chris didn't stop. Chris smoked right on his bike. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that's I'm right. just saying, everybody has their thing. But yeah, that's okay. But, you know, it was, uh, again, I think everybody really liked the ride, and it was great. I think it was a wonderful thing. That we, it just, I think it was just a wonderful ride. I think that was the longest ride I took on my on this bike since I got it. That was, that Sunday was the longest ride I've ever done one day on my bike. Because remember now, I had 50 miles up and 50 miles back to my house. So I put on uh, 273 miles in that one day. Right, wow. You know, so and that was the longest one day ride I've but ever I, done. But I'll say for the first time riding my bike that long, I was not when I, when I got home and sat down, I did not feel like that I'd been riding all day. No, I, no, I, I exactly. felt fully comfortable. Exactly. Like 
Yeah. I was sitting on the sofa all day. Well, you were. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you were. I got to get my seat redone, though. I wish, could, I wish I could do that. Uh, well, speaking of seats, by the way, um, uh, I, I, I don't know if my listeners know or not, but one of, my, one of our cats, I had my bike covered in the driveway. One of the cats apparently was locked out all night, so he decided that my bike was the place to rest. So he climbed up underneath the cover and rested on my seat. But he was using his claws. Ouch. So I've got cat claw holes in my seat now. That's not good. So uh, the, the guy uh, that, that, did the, uh, that did our patches, um, what was the, do we have his card here handy? I want to call it. Yeah, it is. Surefire Design. Um, give a call to Joe and go, go to surefiredesigns.com and check out Joe Guerrero. He does some great, great, great work. Really fantastic great leather stuff. Work. That he does leather work. Uh, of course, the sewing thing. He did. He did all of our patches for us on our, on our uh, jackets. Um, he did really, really fine work. But I contacted him and I asked him about that. Uh, it would be two hundred dollars to fix the vinyl, replace the vinyl in the area. It would, basically, he would replace the entire top panel. That's not a leather seat. No, it's vinyl. Really? Yeah. He says, the thing about this is what a lot of people don't understand. He, this is what he told me. He says, now, I asked him, because I asked him, what if I wanted to replace that with a leather, uh, some sort of leather with a design on it or something? He goes, well, here's the thing about leather. He says, eventually it wears out. It, 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 it gets a, he says, it wears down and then it becomes slippery. So you'll be sliding around on your seat a little bit. He says, unless if you did some sort of stitching on there, that wouldn't prevent that. So, But that would be probably another $200, he said. So I said, well... Let's just look at just replacing that. So it'll be two hundred dollars, and I asked him how long it would take. He said six weeks. Wow! So that's not going to be getting done until the end of the season, probably November. Yeah, that's probably the best bet. You no, know, that's probably when I'm going to have it done. Um, so if you want to get your seat, he does great work. So if you want to do your seat, uh, just you know, because yeah, I got all I got the uh, studs on mine, and uh, the studs oh, are falling off. Oh, oh, oh yeah. And I don't know. I might want to just get rid of the studs overall. Yeah. I don't, unless he can replace the studs. Oh yeah, I'm sure he can. I mean, he does great work. Also, I mean, his work is impeccable. So yeah, just go to Surefire Design and just look at his stuff. SurefireDesign.com. He's also on Facebook, uh, Surefire Design. So we're gonna check sure. that. But he does again wonderful work. Uh, so anyway, so uh, let's uh, should we fire up the. Uh, you want to talk about some bikes or no? Sure. What bikes? Uh... Uh, the one bike I was looking at, and again, one of the things that, well, here you go. First, first of all, there is a, um, I looked up just out of curiosity on Google. I Googled uh, lowest seat heights mm-hmm. on motorcycles. I looked it up. And what it came up, so I, can't, I, I, I don't recall the, the website but because I, I was too busy reading and too busy trying to do some work. Uh, but it listed 10 motorcycles that had, what they claim to be the lowest seat heights. I don't know where they got their information from, but none of these bikes, the lowest seat height of any of the bikes they listed was from the the Honda Fury, and they had that listed at 26 and a half. How is that lower? How, how, yeah, how is that lower? I don't understand. I don't understand how, we've looked at, we were talking about it last week, yeah, about how much, uh, how low the seat was on. I don't get it. The and Fat Boy was 24 and a half. Or? They were calling out bikes that had seat heights of 30 inches. And, and I can for for somebody who is short, has a short inseam. That's me. You know, thirty inches is not a short, a low seat height. No. Uh, they also a couple of the bikes were cruising. There wasn't one. Uh, there was one Harley listed. They listed the Fat Boy, and they even had that seat height wrong. They had it listed at twenty six and a half inches. Maybe now, that's the original, not the. Yeah, uh, they, they had the Fat Boy low. They had the Fat Boy, Fat Boy low. low. Right, and we know, for instance, Chris's bike is lower than that. Oh yeah. You know so. 
But anyway, so I was looking up some bikes, and one of the bikes that I, I popped up was is the Triumph America LT. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's one of their uh, cruiser models. Uh, Triumph is, goes back has a wonderful history. Triumphs are generally great bikes. Uh, the Triumph America LT weighs in at five ninety five, so not a terribly heavy bike. Um, Ninety eight hundred dollars, and here's a here's here's a kick. It's got a five point one tank. Uh, 61 horsepower. Wow. Okay. Here, here, you ready for this? 48 miles per gallon city, 59 highway. Okay. So, so you figure 40. Yeah, f- <laughs> so you figure 40. And it's got 27.1 seat height. It's still pretty high. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's not horrible. No. You know, but it, that, that, that's that's one of the bikes that I, I looked at. Um I just want to bring that up. That's that's that's, 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 that's the bike of the just, week. You just said uh, Buell closed their doors. Yes. So gotta, well, that's, gotta, well, that's the big thing. That, that's that's what seems to be and that and the big Harley recall. I don't know, I don't know about the heat recall. There's a huge Harley recall going on, like uh, in excess of forty thousand bikes. Really? Yeah. What bikes were they recalling? All the touring models for 2014 and 2015. Really? Yeah. Apparently, there's a problem with the transmission where it can slip into gear. Or not slip, get out of gear. A, it's a transmission issue, but apparently it's a safety thing. So they were calling forty to fifty-five thousand bikes. Wow. 2014, 2015. That's crazy. So check if you have one of those touring models: Electric Glide, Street Glide, Road Glide, Road King. Not uh, no Road King's not the. Yeah, Road King is a touring model. Yes, it is. Yeah. So and they're they're doing a recall on that. I guess Justin would know because right. because our friend Justin, who was on the ride with, he works at. Bergen Holly Davis, and in fact, he's going to be a guest next week on the show. We're going to have Justin in here. He's going to give us some insight. Uh, but yes, getting back to uh, Buell EBR, which is uh, Eric Buell Racing. Uh, this is not new news. This is uh, I would say this is like three week old news. Maybe uh, he just it was it was weird the way it happened. It's not like they anybody knew it was coming. It was an email that was sent out to all the employees. We're closing our doors today. And that was it. So they just shut wow. down, and uh, it's a shame too, you know, because it was it was it was it was you know because Harley Davidson cut ties with well Eric Buell decided he didn't want to be associated with Harley anymore. I don't know what the whole deal was with that, but he went off on his own, started Eric Buell Racing, and continued to make the Buell motorcycles. In fact, when we were finishing up our ride, I may have pointed it out to you when we got to Route 22, there was a Buell right next to us, and it had the Harley Davidson logo on the engine. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good-looking bike, right. you know, and it's a shame that Harley. Now, there's speculation and there's talk that um, uh, Polaris maybe might throw their hat in the ring and buy them up. I mean, right now Polaris already has victory, victory, and they also have Indian. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So uh, that would be a stab in the back to Harley Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> if Buell went over there, I would like to see Buell motorcycles continue. I, I I was looking at a Buell many many years ago. I think it was, right. a, you know, I mean for the for the exp- for the cost. Um, well, we need. Buell, well, it's Buell, good to have another American. It was bike. the Buell Blast. I think it was that that was like <laughs> it was like the one of the main models. And uh, but they got some great stuff. They're, they're really good looking bikes. But uh, yeah, that was it's, it's a shame that they uh, they shut down. It's a shame. I would like to see them come back, but we'll see what happens with that. Um, uh, let's talk music. Uh, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna have to. We're, we're gonna. We're gonna. Uh, we're gonna just let Chris's music ride. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna throw his back in there again. And uh, but we're going to. Um, 
It gets quiet in here every now and then. In, in, in the diner every now and then it gets quiet. Um, okay, so, name that song. Okay, so we're going to fire up the Rockola here in our booth. And... Um, So this is your pick, huh? Yeah, what is it? What is it? Yep, don't even have to say what it is, because if you don't know it by now... Oh, yeah. Right? No, it's just like everybody last week when I was at the Molly, the Molly Hatchet song. Wanted Dead or Alive, yeah. That's great. Yep. Um... Wanted Dead or Alive. I'm going to put this up there on the. Um, I'll put this up on the webpage. Y'all can vote on it, and I'll have all the final results for uh, last week's voting as we come in. Um, we're going to let Chris's song from last week ride for for this week too, uh, unless if he shows up, and I don't think he's going to. Actually, it's ten after. It's twenty after nine now. Well, twenty after what nine Eastern Standard Time. Mine. Yours. Uh, you going to call it up for me? I'm going to try to. You're going to try to. Yeah, I would do it here on my phone, but I'm afraid I'll get something stupid. But we'll see. Let's see what happens. All right. Uh, well, anyway, um, it's 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 an oldie but goodie. I, I'm I'm a little being a little nostalgic these days, but uh, it's okay. It's 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 a, it's a beautiful thing. Here we go, and here it is. It sounds like this. Do you know it? Do you know it? Do I know it? Oh, there we go. The good old CCR, huh? Yep. For the revival. Yeah, that's going to be a nice competition right there between Bon Jovi and this one. Or on the bio. Yeah. So we'll get that up. Born on the Bayou. That's Creedence CCR. And then uh, Chris, well, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll get a hold of Chris and I'll have him pick a song and then we'll put it up on, on the website. Um, and that's. Uh, we'll, Did we'll you have any that. Facebook posts this year, this week? Uh, we had um, a lot of people. We've, you know, oddly, oddly enough, we, we did get a lot of. Uh, we got some friend requests that were uh, taken care of. We've had uh, a lot of people like our page. So we're getting a lot of activity on the Facebook page. Again, that's Motorcycle Man on Facebook. Just look that up. And it's also Motorcycle Man on Twitter. And find that too. Uh, we're going to be having some video up on our YouTube page uh, we did uh, I did video the ride from Sunday what's the, what's the YouTube uh, page uh, it's Motorcycle Men on, uh, on, on YouTube uh, and I don't have that on our we have business cards now by the way so if you want one we'll send you one All right, and we, we can do that we, we'll even autograph them for you because we do have a spot on the back <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be handing these out like rapid fire over at, up at America that's for sure uh, but yes, we do have a, um, a uh, YouTube page, and I did take video from uh, Gyps Tavern all the way up to High Point. So I got all go. those great roads. Uh, I put my GoPro on my helmet. It looked like a dweeb, and uh, at Randa, it was beautiful. It's not everything. It was. I watched portions of it, and the quality of the video was absolutely amazing. Of course, I had it running at, at high definition, so it looks great. I'm gonna, we're going to have that up there. Uh, hopefully, 
within the next couple of days. I'll have that up on the uh, YouTube page, and I'll even put me put some little clips on the Facebook page as well. And I'm definitely going to put it on. Make it, I'll definitely make it available on the website so everybody can see it there. And you're going to put some pictures up. Or we'll, there will. We'll, if you if you have, I know you I, you took some pictures too yep. with your camera, right? Yes, I did it. take some pictures. Uh, uh, there are certainly dozens. Everybody was posting on Facebook like crazy that same day and the day after uh, of the ride. Everybody seemed to uh, had a really, really good time. Got a lot of great shots. Uh, uh, S- Stephanie was taking pictures from the back of the motorcycle. She's got some great, she, great shots from the back of the bike. That was that was great. Um, so that was good. And like I said, I'll get the ride report up so everybody can read that and I'll even maybe perhaps make an audio version of the ride report for everybody to uh, read, listen to, and all that. Uh, so again, next week we'll be back with... Uh, with Justin mm-hmm. as our guest. Uh, that's Justin from uh, Bergen Harley-Davidson. That'll uh, be good to have him. And, of course, we'll have Chris here then as well, and myself and Tim. Yep. And um, anything else? You know, I think know? we're done. You think we're done? Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> All right, so we're going to depart the V-Twin Cafe Diner here in sunny downtown Cranford. Uh, again, where the temperature is always 72, <laughs> and the roads are always gorgeous. That's uh, right. Remember, people, ride like nobody sees you. And as Chris would say, ride like you stole it. All right, people, have a wonderful evening. Drive safe. Goodbye.